Hello, and welcome to another Can of Worms episode for the Save It For The Podcast podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron, and I'm joined by... Please. <laughs> no! Pterodactyl! It's been... It was going so well. I was so focused. Now you're thinking Why about pterodactyls. Yeah. Why not pterodactyls is a better question. Why is the P silence? Why is there even a P there? Oh my goodness. Alright. It's because their urination process was silent. Hence. Whenever you make a remark like that. <laughs> I get this urge, I get this feeling to just walk off. Just walk off. Ju- just just in oh, the yes. middle of recording, yes. just walk out, just walk off. All right, just, you know, I don't need this, just walk off. <laughs> make sure to bring the mic with you. So we can no, hear you. no, 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 <laughs> just, just leave it all behind, you know? Like, I'm in South California right now, just walk off, you know? Walk off, walk yeah. all the way to Seattle or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So- Long trip, but uh, you Long do trip. you, I guess, right? No, it, it it just like I just want to walk away, you know, as away as possible. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's fine. Not too sure. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, everyone has that. Everyone has that urge once in a while. Yeah, they do. They do indeed have that urge. Yeah, there you go. I've had that urge. Not on this podcast, but... This is slowly getting depressing. Okay, ha-ha, <laughs> funny joke, funny joke, ha-ha-ha. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> let me just sip my tea, hold on. Please. Um, so, new episode, new can of worms episode. It is indeed, uh, yes. And it is indeed point, a new episode. Yeah, and at um, this point, it's less of a can of worms and more of an elephant in the room because, like, we haven't been talking politics for a while now. And, uh, oh boy, uh, yes. has it been stacking yes, yes. up. Yeah. Quite so, quite so. Yeah. Do, do you have any thoughts or opinions that you would like to uh, relay well, to our audience? Let's just start out by saying, um, if anything, the Trump presidency is eventful you know full um <laughs> it's it's you know every day we wake up to see a new thing you know it's definitely uh not stagnant although something is but we'll get to that in a bit um <laughs> oh boy that was oh man well where should we start demon where should we start um where should we start that is a great question <laughs> Um, um, well, the fact that he's trying to undermine the election. There's that. We're, we're, there is that. Um, would that be a sufficient way to start? Yes, that, that is a sufficient start to this conversation. Um, yeah, there you go. Thoughts, queries, qualms? Well, at this point, like, it's blatant corruption like it was blatant before but it was at least you know people could at at least say you know oh that's fake news oh the reports were you know dragged out of proportion oh you know there's no proof of that being happening even though you know we could say all of those things this time with the new you know 
with the new position of Postmaster General being filled by one major Trump donor and the fact that he's doing everything he can to slow down the mail. Um, yeah, we can, we can say that this is pretty blatant ass corruption. Yes. Right? Like, yes. It, it's out there. It's happening. It is just bad. <laughs> oh, to, yeah. To say the yeah. least. To say the least. You know, I know, I know this is meant to be the explicit episode, but, you know, if we start this early, then I'm afraid I'm going to get, like, you know, going to get, like, deflated like a balloon by the end of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Um... It's rough. It's, it's it real is, rough. It is, it is pretty rough, yeah. Yeah. I mean, except my, some of my water. Yeah, there you go. We need to we need to sip a lot. Yeah. Jesus. You know, it's really um it's uh, reminiscent of um back uh in my sophomore year, I think, uh, when year. he was elected. Right. Um, and the whole thing of, you know, like Trump rigging the election and, you know, working with Russia and Putin and all that, um, and that whole thing. I remember hearing about that, um, I think my sophomore year, pretty sure. Oh yes, it was. Cause I remember we were having a rehearsal during election night. So that was a, it was a quite, quite the time backstage. Um, but it, it, it's really, a, I think, reminiscent of that and how, you know, you just see this, you know, when you have to resort even to the possibility that the election is rigged, it most likely is, right? And in this, in this specific instance, right, we're seeing it again. Right, except this time it's a bit more blatant. Well, I mean, so. here's the thing. Like, the radical elements of a country will always claim that the election was rigged, but by the time, you know, but as time passes on and, you know, no evidence shows up, no evidence surfaces, you know, no witnesses right. come forth to, you know, claim, you know, support this claim and whatnot, like, it's going to die down pretty well eventually, you know? And one of the reasons, actually, that Trump claims that, you know, people are going after him all the time, you know, the fake news has it out for him, is because these claims never actually, you know, died down. In fact, they gained evidence, they gained more support from the people, because it, like, it was a direct possibility, and there was some shady-ass shit going on in the background, and they're, like, people were speaking out about it, you know, there were whistleblowers left and right, and, like, that's... That's pretty much why there was that clash between Democrats and Trump, because the like his administration wouldn't allow people to come forth and present evidence, literally, like, and and that's obstruction of justice. Like, I don't know what is if that's not it. So it's like, but yeah, you were you, uh, sorry about that. No, 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 you're all yeah. good. No, that was a about the extent of my thought there so oh gotcha dude oh my gosh we finish each other's political rambling yeah my god we should start a podcast (laughs) we made this joke before we made we should start a podcast yeah save it for the politics um i'm gonna no no if if we make an entire podcast about politics i'm gonna freak out like 
I don't like here's the thing, okay? When we created this podcast, when we started uploading, when we created the Can of Worms episode as well. Yes. I was not counting on this being a political, political podcast. podcast, right? Except we either make references to or talk about politics each and every time. And that is Trump's effect. Okay, like there before Trump there were po- the, like there were entire podcasts dedicated to politics. There like there was. Um <laughs> Oh my goodness. It was, you know, it was it was a bit more radicalized, I should say, because like most of the mainstream media wasn't that focused on politics considering, you know, there like it was more of a moderate. Yes, right? And like, you know, even like most of the podcasts were like, you know, essentially barking about what the other side was doing in the background and you know the claims were anything from somewhat having somewhat support to having no support at all it's just a conspiracy theory Mm. but they you know they were still there after trump on the other hand politics became so ingrained inside our lives that it's just like it's hard to ignore like you literally have to be blind deaf and dumb to just not be like not feeling the effect of trump is having on everybody's lives right right. that's you know and it's a it's a little unsettling isn't it it's a little yeah it's not unsettling it's not unsettling if you know what's going on like this is the effect of a degrading country yeah, I know this because I was, you know, I went through this my entire life. Right, Literally, my right. entire life was essentially turning on the news and seeing how, you know, the current ruling party was con- consolidating more and more power for mm-hmm. themselves. Right? Like, that, that was literally my life, okay? From age five to age 17 when I have not age not even age seven yeah not age 17 when I came here all right that was my life for 12 years I've seen my country degrade and degrade and degrade and degrade and politics became more and more and more and more ingrained in our lives until eventually we're an authoritarian state there are journalists in prison and we cannot speak plainly about what we're thinking because who knows who might be listening this is the effect that Trump is having on America right now. Okay, except mm-hmm. he doesn't have 12 years. He has four years, so he has to speed up the fucking process. And that's what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> that, yeah, that is... It's. I personally would use the word unsettling. Um, I think I understand. Yeah. Uh, I understand yeah. where you're coming from. Um I think it's, how should I put this? I guess it, it's, uh, it's interesting how, you know, news definitely has been sensationalized within the past four years. Um, I think, you know. Well, looking, yeah, we have a celebrity in the White House. We do, right? Yeah, um, yeah I, 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 I think... You know, uh, and I, 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 as I've heard before, right, I mean, people will say, 
that although, you know, you wouldn't agree necessarily with Trump's policies, um, people can agree on the fact that he has the charisma of a genius in that. Uh, what I mean by that is he is a, like, he knows how to use his charisma to his advantage. And as we've seen, you know, it has taken him pretty far up to, you know, the role of president of the United States of America, right? Yeah, somehow. Somehow. Um, somehow, right. And so I think it really, hmm. you know, I, I think that's definitely something to, I, I, I guess it's just one of those interesting things to think about how, you know, right. someone with such, you know, uh, charismatic prowess, I guess, uh, could, you know, be in a position that, you know, is, you know, warrants not necessarily charisma to be a, in, you know, a good person for the role, but, you know, someone who's intelligent, someone who is caring, someone who is, you know, has to do all of these things for a country, right? So I think right. it's interesting to think about. And, you know, when you see, when you see the news nowadays, right, it's almost like watching, you know, reality television uh, is essentially yeah. what it is at this point. I mean, yeah. I remember seeing, you know, election updates, you know, back in 2016 right. and thinking to myself, like, I feel like I'm watching, you know, yeah. a Kardashian Who's show. gonna win the White House? <laughs> Hillary Clinton or President, oh, wait, not President yet, Donald Trump. Yeah. Exactly. So. The, this, the, like, the little misspeaking was on point too, by the way. Anyway, yeah. though, yeah. I mean, I get how what whatever he's trying to do can be mistaken for charisma. Um, and let me let me explain myself in this, okay? Now he isn't necessarily charismatic, okay? But I don't I don't think at the very least, okay? Yeah, yeah. Like the, the this is just my opinion. Like you, yeah, like, of course. He he is an evil, like literally an evil person. But I don't think he has the charisma to go for it. All right, he's definitely not your typical Disney villain. Um, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, if only he could break out into song. Oh, if only, if only. Lies you out know, all may, of his evil intentions. You know, maybe he would have had my vote if he had some, you know, charisma and confidence, and uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> greatest showman. A nice, right? a nice cape and a you know flowy, <laughs> flowy yeah. dress or something. I don't know, like maybe an octopus cosplay. You know, make it. Yeah, make it right. <laughs> I believe in the past. I've been a nasty. All right, um, but no. Uh, my gosh, and now I can't stop thinking about um, <laughs> Ur Ursula, but Trump. You know, Ursula, but Trump. Yeah, I'm sure or, there's some, you know. Oh yeah, there's cartoon. some edits. Yeah, there's some political cartoon. There's some Photoshop out there that you yeah know, does that. But yeah, I don't think Trump is charismatic. Right? Mm -hmm. He he knows how to rile up a crowd. He knows how to look like what he's saying is from the heart, right? Because he's good at improv, right? I'll give him that. Woo, improv. Right? He, yeah. <laughs> In the worst possible way. I know. Right? <laughs> He's good at improvising oh, uh, his speeches. All right, not not necessarily in a way that leaves everybody happy, but in, like like he he knows and chooses his crowd, and he, like yes. all that matters is that he leaves his crowd happy. Right? Yes. Like that. That's that's how he functions. Right. He 
He goes up there. He makes some big old promises, and we're like America great again. And, you know, he riles up the crowd. For like, he riles up the crowd, and you know, like, it doesn't matter whether he says something racist or whether he says something sexist. As long as he can bounce off of that, as long as he can play off of it, he got, he's got this. All right, like, yes, he just yes. goes with it. I that's not charisma, all right? If he did have charisma, he'd be able to, you know, he'd be able to come up with compromise and he'd be actually able to come up with deals with the other side, with the radical Democrats and the left. All right. Mm -hmm. But like, (laughs) yeah. But you you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I get what you're saying. Like, I don't think he's charismatic. He just has like two sets of skills that he has maxed out essentially mm-hmm. and is using them to his advantage as much as possible. That's yeah. what he's doing. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I guess then we have varying definitions of charisma, uh, charisma, charisma in this sense. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I mean, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily, you know, I, I, I wouldn't... I guess I wouldn't necessarily define, you know, Trump's, uh, you know, quote unquote charisma, you know, as, you know, someone, you know, like, I don't know, Ryan Seacrest or something oh, like no, that, right? Because those no, are two different not. types of, oh, yeah. you know, um, charisma, right? And when you think about, uh, like, I'm thinking about, like, some charismatic people from our high school, right? Um, like, the... Truly charismatic people, I think, are are like you said, right? They're willing to compromise, right? And I think yeah. is really typical of someone who is charismatic. Like, They're very adaptable, when you, very... Yeah. When you say charismatic, what I'm thinking is, you know, someone who might get into trouble with the things he says, but can get out of that trouble without, you know, like pulling any kind of hair or something like that you know like it like i guess mental and social flexibility is what i'm looking for in my definition of charisma right yes that is yeah yeah, that is true yeah neither of which trump has right yeah i was about to say right um i think uh a facet of charisma uh is sort of this I think charm, um, mm. charm in that, not necessarily charm in the good sense, but charm in that, uh, I, I think what he does well is exactly what you said of riling crowds, mm. of being very, I guess, particular to a certain group of people, right? right? And, and it's sort of, he's sort of like alluring them in, in, a, in a way and yeah. I think is, you know, one... Not of... alluring, but more appealing. Appealing, you know, like, yeah. I mean... Because he's literally the physical embodiment of all the hate that's, you know, essentially the right. Oh, let's demonize the right now. The right ha- has. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, he... I think uh, exactly what you said of... He knows how to, 
I think work with the masses, I think mm -hmm. not like the masses as in all of the masses, but yeah. uh, he really like, knows well how to the situational mass. Yeah, situational mass and appealing to the mob mentality. Right. Too. Um, because I think what is really unique about uh I think our president, uh, especially in these times, is you know, it it almost seems like he was kind of this, you know. Now just bear with me when I use this language, right? But <laughs> It, it, it almost seems, and I will explain myself, right? It almost seems as if, you know, he's this savior, right? Um, in that. Neiman, you're on thin fucking ice. Uh, I, I'm going to explain myself, yeah, right? The only reason, uh, the only reason, like, I like, I'm, I'm only letting you explain yourself <laughs> because you're so gosh darn cute, all right? Like, thanks. Like, go, go ahead. And I'll you're be on thin fucking ice. Just I'll know be, that. Even cuter without my braces on next week. Um, but that's a story for a different time. Um, oh, yeah. Now, when I use the term savior, here's what I mean, right? Uh, what I mean is I, I feel that uh, when Trump came around and said he was going to run for president and had all of these things of, you know, like, we're going to build a wall, we're going to get all of the immigrants out, it was almost, you know being this uh in the eyes of the co very conservative very you know politically right you know right. citizen that he was this sort of messiah mm -hmm. um who was coming in and saying all of these things that were unspoken before and, well, to and be preaching fair, all of these things to that be fair he did have the media coverage to like so like yeah, I I I actually get what what you're trying to say. Like a savior in their eyes. Yes, in their right? eyes. Yes, I didn't mean yeah, objectively. I, yeah, I actually get what you're trying to say. Yeah. See, here's the thing. The you know the radic. Oh my good, my goodness, the tea just attacked me. Um. <laughs> as it yeah. does. As it does. Yeah, as it does. As it does. Like, yeah, the first time he appeared and, you know, during his rallies and all that kind of stuff, like, it was obvious that he was going to appeal to the radical elements of, you know, the the Republicans anyway, right? And after a while, after a bunch of, you know, Republican, like, debates among Republicans and all that kind of stuff, you know, it, it was becoming clear that Trump was the, you know, the number one choice. Among all the veterans, mind you, there were some Republican veterans among them. You know, poor Jeb Bush, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, poor Jeb Bush. Womp <laughs> <laughs> womp. Um, but yeah, like, <laughs> gosh darn it. <laughs> that really threw me off. Like, poor My Jeb Bush really threw me off. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like he he was like even though he, <laughs> like never mind his age, he was the rising star of the Republican Party, all right? Like he was see he was appealing to the radicals of the party anyway, as I said before. But then, right? He did an interesting thing. Instead of, you know, coming up with more policies, coming up with, uh, you know, more detailed, detailed plan of what he was going to do. Instead, what he 
began doing was he took a single scandal that Hillary Clinton had at the time. Ah, uh, right? yes. yes. Oh, yes, yeah. Yes. You, you, you remember this, all right? I, I, I was this. all the way on the other side. There was an ocean and a continent between me and America, and I still saw through his bullshit, all right? See, he took a single scandal, and he played it so well, all right? I'll give him this. He played it so well to make it seem like Hillary was the devil herself, all right? It was like, oh, my goodness. What are all these emails that he, she's trying to hide? Oh my goodness, Benghazi, crooked Hillary, lock her up! Oh my, and like wow, what an what an impression! Oh, it's like you. am I speaking to Trump himself? <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, there you go. Like at the time, it did seem like like he was doing a power play right there. All right, because. By doing this PR campaign against Hillary, all right, and there have been negative campaigns before, but it was more, it like, it was more based on their character and their policies rather than you know scandals and how she's crooked and she's evil and she's gonna drive America to the ground. She's yes. the puppet of the lizards of Wall Street, and it's like he took all of these and played it so well to make to make sure that the radicals of Republicans were loyal to him, all right? And the moderates, who were still undecided at the time, were royal to him, well, not royal to him, loyal to him as well, all right? Like, that, that's essentially what he did. Instead of driving people away from him by how, like, maniacal he was with all the you know with all the scandals and oh my goodness and you know instead he got moderates on his side I'm not gonna lie that was a, like that was a pretty well like well played but now it's getting out of hand yes 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 the yes. prank's gone too far <laughs> Yeah, like, it's all one big I, prank. Yeah, so. I, I think I think it was in a Stephen Colbert interview, uh, where Chris Christie, one of the uh, one of the Republican nominees for president uh, over in 2016, was talking about how he visited Trump in a golf resort or something like that. Yeah, and um, like, and he thought he thought that you know Trump was already on board with all the president stuff, and. He literally said that Trump looked at him and was like, Chris, I think this is going to happen. <laughs> and hearing that somehow made me so happy at the time. Because, like, not even he could believe that he was going to be president. <laughs> and it's, it's, a, it's a laughable situation, but it's so bad. Yes, quite so. Quite so. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness. And it's gone too far. It's gone too far. Please go back. Oh, yeah. If, there, if only there was a rewind button. Yeah. Right? Mr. Trump, you, you got us good. Now, please. It's like, ah. uh -huh. yeah, it's, it's the ah, biggest. I got Just you. kidding. I got you guys. Hold on. Wait. I can't do a Trump impression now. My throat got is all. I got you guys. I got you guys. <laughs> wait. No. This is just my regular evil voice. Gosh darn it. Regular evil business. That's okay. There we go. The Democrats. They're so evil. <laughs> They're so evil. And they've been spying on me. 
and they've been spying on me. Therefore, I'm going to run for a third term. Did you see that news, by the way? Which one? <coughs> wow. Trump says he'll seek a third term because, and I quote, they spied on me. Yeah, yeah. Wow, very uh, intelligent president. Uh, Hello, I'm back. Welcome back. Very nice. Are we are we still recording? I never stopped recording, but I did uh, note the time of when it did pause. Yeah, about so twenty thirty. So, yes, yeah, around there. All right. So, thank you. Very, thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, it, damn, we had a good run. We had a good run. You know. Like it, it was. <laughs> we did. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It's been it's been a while since my internet actually disconnected. So you know, NSA decided. Yeah, yeah. Right now, <laughs> this is enough. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this enough. is enough. That's enough. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, did you hear the the news? The uh, like what I was saying at the time of the running for a third term <clears throat> thing. Trump says he'll seek a third term because. Quote, they spied on me, unquote. So, yeah. Hold on. This is, this is the actual quote. Okay, hold on. This is the actual quote. Hold on. Let me, <clears throat> let me get in my Trump voice. <clears throat> we are going to win four more years, Trump said. And then after that, we'll go for another four years because they spied on my campaign. We should get a redo of four years. There we go. Wow. That's my Trump impression. Yeah. What a man. Yeah. What a man. Uh, 30 minute mark, by the way. Nice. Yeetus. Um, now, we've seen this song and dance before. Like, his cronies are going to claim, oh, he was just kidding. <laughs> and, and, like, you know, like, it, it's happened before. He's, you know, had a suggestion, quote unquote, you know, beforehand. And his, like, his people essentially came for them. Was like, oh, he's just joking. You know, is the president not allowed to joke anymore? Ha ha ha! You know. And I just like to draw attention to the fact that whenever he actually makes a joke that isn't racism and sexist, mind you, right? It's all like, and joke in big quotation marks, by the way. It's always about you know, like bending the constitution or like you know essentially pushing to the limits of what he can do all right like it's all it, it's always a suggestion all right it's always a tickle on the limits of his powers all right and right. it's it always gets played off as a joke but after that we see a bunch of things that was somehow relevant to said joke and it's pretty unsettling, to say the least. It almost makes me think that he wasn't joking. Instead, he was trying to learn the limits of his powers because he has no fucking idea what he's doing. But no, well, that might just be me. That might just be my paranoid gas, you know? Yeah. Like, I've been brainwashed by the democratic media, you know? Yeah, you've been brainwashed, Aaron, that sounds like. The Trump I know is <laughs> the savior and messiah of my children, okay? He knows everything. 
my goodness. Yeah. I'm just glad he's on the right side of history. Um, I told you that, right? About oh the. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we did talk about. We did talk the about podcast, this. Yeah, yeah, in the Republican convention, I guess. Yeah, it was like it was. a the mini Republican convention. Oh my goodness! That, Center. Good stuff. I hate it when older people are like, you know, I'm glad you're in the right side of history. You know, like it's such a fucking outdated point of view. You know, it's what very I'm petty. Like, it's like, you know, oh, I'm glad you're in the right side of history as opposed to the left side of history. <laughs> you know, as if we're like, are we still in the 1950s? Is that what's going on? <laughs> like, does does Maybe. Eisenhower have your vote? Is that like, is that... <laughs> <laughs> You've got my vote. Eisenhower. Oh my goodness. Like, yeah. McCarthy save us all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, this is just so sad to see an older generation cling on to the values of the past even though they're fucking horrible right yeah. like in the pretext of like in the pretext of protecting the free market and like you know stopping communism from spreading right there have been so many human rights offenses and so much you know governmental essentially abuse of both of his own people and of people abroad all right like that little intervention in Afghanistan essentially cost America, like, it it stopped one enemy from spreading his own influence and essentially created another enemy, right? Before then, radical Islamists weren't that much of a threat. After that, all of a sudden, they're militarized with American weapons and they have it out for America. Why? Because they didn't get the reparations that they needed after the Soviets and the Americans, mind you, bombed the shit out of the country. Right. But, oh, whoa, whoa, ha, 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 funny joke, ha, 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 we're not terrorists. <laughs> wow, these transitions are just 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. I do say so myself. 10, yeah. Listen, um, I don't want to get probed in the ass by the FBI. I don't know about you. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> No, I definitely don't want right. them doing butt stuff to me. No, right. no. Well, now that I actually mention it, all right. Well, now Go that on. you mention it, now that <laughs> yeah. I'm imagining it. Wait, how? Did, wait, how? How did that one thing? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Wow, I, the, I just, the fact that I could even recognize that in beatboxing yeah. form is yeah. E- even with my shitty ass, <laughs> shitty ass interpretation. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Wow, just that. Yeah, it's just so ingrained in our culture. Oh now, wait, wait. There's a there's a sexist <laughs> there's a sexist joke hidden in there. Ha <laughs> ha. Only men can know what this means. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. My oh, gosh. gosh, are you okay? Allergies? Rona? Sorry, it was about to <laughs> sneeze. It was one of those fake sneezes. Uh- Oh, gotcha. Um, and my eyes were, like, getting ready for the whole thing, so my eyes started watering, <laughs> so I was like, I'm ready to sneeze. Like, yeah. tell me when you're ready, body, but apparently it didn't want me it to sneeze. It was like, you, you like, your eyelids start flickering and whatnot, and it's like, <gasps> yeah. Yeah, and then I'm just like, yeah. for, like, five <laughs> seconds. Then I never sneeze. Yeah, there um, you go. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. Um, ciao. Anyway, so. Oh, my God. Anyway. Um, oh I gosh. don't remember what we were talking about. Uh, 
fuck the government is. Uh, we were talking about, um, oh yeah, we, we, okay, we were talking about the mentality of old people. Oh and, yes, I did have comments. And I was that. essentially calling out America's hypocrisy and bullshit and on how they, you know, they fuck shit up and they, you know, essentially support multi, multi-billion dollar companies uh, interests in the under the pretext of you know protecting the people from communism. Meanwhile, they're pretty much committing every single war crime possible. Um, oh, I'm sorry, they're not committing the war crimes. Oh no, they're just supplying arms, training troops, and training militias, right? Training militias and you know setting up their own governments abroad. But no, 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 they're not doing anything. No, it's these smaller governments that are doing all the war crimes. Oh, no, oh, they yes. definitely oh, yes. cannot be traced all the way back to America. Right. Anyway. <laughs> Ciao, anyway, so... Um, anyway, so, haha, funny joke, haha, Terraria, haha. I finally got the Knight's Edge back, haha. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, I, I got the, the Terra Spark... I got the Terra Spark boots too, and it reminded me of the hypocrisy of the Republican Party. Oh, I bet it Anyways. did. I bet it did. Yeah. Yeah. The hiding, political I... me- hiding political messages anytime we have a decent conversation. Exactly. Yeah, that's our way. Yeah. Anytime yeah. I'm fighting a creeper, when it explodes, it reminds me of the political explosion of America back in 2016, mm. right? So. Yeah, there you go. Every time, every time I. You know, every time I end up hitting an uh, Enderman in the legs, it just reminds me of how the Republican Party often aims at the legs and fights unfairly during mm. debates and mm-hmm. uh, other yeah. conversations. So you true. know, putting up start, putting up straw men and tearing them down under the pretext of you know, um, what was it called again? Which one? Oh, yeah, free and fair argument. I guess it oh, was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you know, clash of thoughts. I think it was. I don't know. Mm. It was some bullshit. Yes. Right? yes. 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 Yeah. There you go. Every time, every time I chop down a tree in Minecraft, it reminds me of the hypocrisy of facts don't care about your feelings, but they bring up their feelings every time it suits them. Anyway, though. <laughs> exactly. Right. My goodness. Um, uh, how far can we? How far can we carry this, Neiman? I mean, as an improviser, I can go on for hours. Go so, on, it's your turn. I my already turn. did too. I already did too. Oh my god. Okay, well, you know. Going every time I go into a mine shaft and see all the cobwebs, it reminds me of the the web of lies that, you know, are being spewed out of, you know, all of the politicians' mouths. Right. And all of the uh, stickiness that arises from all of these arbitrary, you know, things of like, right. oh, yeah, we support this policy um, and all that. So yeah. there's that. Every time I collect my gold from the tax collector in Terraria, it reminds me of the hypocrisy of. Uh, <laughs> it reminds me of the hypocrisy of lowering taxes and, you know 
putting up a show about how they're cutting spending and all that kind of stuff. Meanwhile, they're pouring money into military spending without any kind of regard on where it's actually going. Not to mention, they're also raising up, like private businesses are raising up prices and whatnot, making it harder to live, even though taxes Uh, are down, the spending is all the way up. And the income, of course, stays the same as it was 20, 30, 40 years ago. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Go on, it's your turn. (laughs) Oh oh my gosh. How far can we carry this? (laughs) This is going to go on a long time. All Um, right, all right. Yeah, this uh, is the political episode. We were allowed to do this. Um, okay, well, <coughs> every time I, you know, defeat Skeletron in Terraria, you know, the, the, two, unsep- the two unseparated hands, or sorry, uh, the two, yes, the two hands that attack me, right? Right. Really reminds me of the sort of puppetry that the government uh, uses to, you know, control the uh, various departments of the government, right? I, I feel that, you know... Even though they're meant to be separate. Even though they're meant to be separate, it's very uh, reminiscent of this sort of, you know, the puppetry of politicians yeah. that they use on each Byzantine other. Byzantine political plays. Yes, exactly. And using these various tactic, tactics to do such That's actually things. a good one, not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I mean, you, you know, it helps when, you know, A, you've taken, uh, and this time, <laughs> humanities class actually is relevant in yeah, this Yeah, there you go, right? yeah. Because I, I spent an entire year making arguments, so, and yeah, making, you, you know, bullshit justifications, yeah. which is something you can find both in the humanities and in improv. So yeah. I'm, uh, I'm very well trained in Let's, this area. Yeah. <laughs> Going off of humanities class, by the way, it's my turn. <laughs> it, okay. it is indeed your turn. <clears throat> Every time I fight the brain of Cthulhu, it reminds me of the hive mind mentality of the Republican Party, not to mention mm-hmm. the Democratic Party in, separate, in certain instances, on how they claim to defend free speech and free thought, even though, you know, every time one of their top politicians say something, all they end up doing is repeating them like a bunch of parrots. And it just goes one level down and one level down, you know, you know, one government official lies yes. to the media and another government official lies to the media with the exact same lie without any kind of, you know, other details thrown in there for flavor. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not their story. No, it's it's the sto- It's all of their stories, all right, all at once. So it is, in fact, a hive so mind. True. And it's then, you know, spoken once again by right-wing media right-wing media and then it's spoken once again by right-wing podcasts and right-wing news outlets and it's just the same gosh damn story all the time all the time it's the same story good one yeah there you go well (laughs) when i fight the wall of flesh it really reminds me of the inevitability of uh sort of this impending doom that you know the uh, that politics in general bring in my opinion right of uh, of this you know uh, this wall it almost seems like we can't get past it because every time we do get past it it just pulls us back to the other side right oh and so goodness. it's sort of this you know wall of just 
you know, doom and, you know, in the face of this giant wall that nobody can pass through, we often feel powerless and feel defenseless against this, you know, wall of, you know, uh, of fear and fear mongering and, you know, all of these various things that politicians use and, and thus, you know, us as citizens and voters, we feel, you know, powerless in the wake of this ginormous, you know, wall that we are, are being faced with in today's modern age of politics. That's fucking good. <laughs> that is fucking good. AP Lit helps too. My gosh, yeah. Just come up go. with symbolism uh, after symbolism. On the spot, yeah, on the yeah. spot. Jeez, dude, that was a good one. That did not go where I thought it was going, you know? Like, gosh, but it was so good. Like, it covered every. Yeah, there you go. My gosh. Whenever I defeat Skeletron and go down to the dungeons, mm -hmm. it just reminds me of the political landscape in America right now. <laughs> because no matter which part of the dungeons you are, no matter what kind of treasures you find, no matter mm -hmm. the riches, and in fact, no matter at what level you go down there, whether you go down there pre-hard mode, you know, pre-Wall of Flesh, just even pre-Cthulhu in some instances, right? Mm -hmm. Even if you go down there pre mecha bosses, yeah. you know, pre Gollum, it doesn't matter where, where, like when you go down there, you know, there's always the possibility of death. There's always the possibility of something going wrong. And each and every time you go down there, you're attacked by faceless minions that just come out of, that just seemingly comes out of nowhere and attacks yeah. you for no reason at all. And the only pretext is that they're angry and they mm -hmm. want, they, like they want to destroy you and american politics right now just feels like that you know especially with the especially with the rise of social media and the you know the subsequent battle of ideas that comes with it that's the mm. word i was looking for by the way battle of ideas that's the term that they use to you know essentially make it seem like they're the one that who are willing to get into a, you know fair debate debate well you know they're actually not but yeah it just always feels like you're under attack by an unseen like by a force that you just don't know all you do know is that they're angry and they're coming right now wow very poetic yeah there you go 45 very, minute mark by the way about a minute ago indeed um uh you know uh we're just talking about video games. <laughs> we, you know, we we really are. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think, I had one, <laughs> but as I was listening to that, I was just so moved. Oh my um, gosh! Thank you. Shoot, what was it? I'm trying to, I can't remember. Oh yes, yes, I do remember now. So, uh, whenever I make Knight's Edge, right, mm -hmm. uh, I think it's really reminiscent uh, of. Uh, the this sort of unity that's necessary to you know uh, using my previous example right? right you see this impending wall of doom going towards you right you feel mm. that you have nothing to do against it however it is possible to defeat it now how do you defeat it well one way of de defeating it is using knight's edge right now knight's edge what is knight's edge when you think about it the combination of the four different swords, right, which you can argue in this case is, you know, well, I guess 
in the case of America, right, you know, it would be uh, the varying ideologies that are in play uh, in America, right? You've got, you know, your anarcho-communists, you've got your, you know, your obviously your Democrats mm-hmm. or Republicans, you've got your libertarians, you know, all these different, you know, spec or parts of the spectrum, right? And right. what happens when you combine them all together? You get America, right? You get Knight's mm-hmm. Edge, right? And this is this is what you use. You use this unity among all of these varying ideologies to defeat this impending wall of doom that you see in front of you, right? You defeat all of these, you know, uh, mean, vicious politicians that are attached to this wall, right? That are trying to eat you, right? They're called the hungry for a reason, right? They're because they're hungry for power, right? So here they are trying to attack you, right? And you defeat them using Knight's Edge, this unity, right? Because we can't let our varying ideologies divide us, right? Yeah. And so you use Knight's Edge and you defeat the eyes, right? The eyes of the government that watches you at all points of the day, Yeah. right? It's not just the eyes, it's the mouth too. It's the mouth it, too. It has a mouth, yeah. It does have a mouth. because The mouth that eats away your freedom, bitch! That eats away your freedom. Mm. And it's only through using Knight's Edge, otherwise known as the unity of the American people, we can find yo, yo. <laughs> oh my goodness wait oh my goodness this is this is actually very nice <laughs> okay you know okay neiman one thing though please that was a really moving thing right i'm glad except except every time i play terraria i go for a mage playthrough <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah no you and me both yeah, that yeah was a, i guess yeah, the, one cap, the little asterisk <laughs> at the end is just yeah if you're doing a melee pay, playthrough yeah right? if you're doing a melee, yeah unless, unless <laughs> it's the demon scythe which you know represents gen z <laughs> yeah demon scythe yeah that's gen z right there <laughs> yeah you know, vicious oh and my curvy, right so, <laughs> oh my um, gosh this is this is so good we can't I'm, I'm gonna keep going by the way i'm gonna keep going please yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh, I had a so I had such a good one. Okay. Wait. Oh gosh. Gosh darn it. Ooh. 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 Bitch. Ooh. Bitch. Ew. Bitch. Okay. Oh yes, please. I. I'm. I'm slowly. The, this is me being a political gay. <laughs> right. Like this great, is me, great. This is like like. I am bisexual, and this is me transitioning. Like, I started out straight at the beginning of this pod, like, the beginning of this episode. I slowly moved on to chaotic bisexual, and now I'm moving on to gay. <laughs> okay, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Don't don't talk to me. All right. Okay. Okay, whenever, whenever I get into hard mode, right. and I build myself a sky platform. Oh, yes. And I start fighting wyverns. Or weaverns? Yes. Wyvern? I, think. Wyverns? I don't know how All to right. pronounce it. Yeah, the, yeah. Flying sky creatures. Now, I don't think it's a coincidence that most of them are white. And the Archweavern happens to be orange. That is true. That is okay. True. Now, hear me out on this. They come out of nowhere. They do a lot of damage. And whenever you try to attack them, all right, you have to be fast, you have to be quick, you have to be quick to take them down, all right? Because you never know 
what they might do, all right? Because the landscape you're on right now is so unstable and it slows you down so much, all right? Whenever you're off stable footing, you're just floating in thin air and you're easy pickings for these for these sly, stinky, mm-hmm. you know, rich-looking white wyverns <laughs> who, wow. who play around, all right? Yes. Who play around, who Amen. dodge, who dodge anything you throw at them, all right? Who who are really sly and they come out of come out of nowhere and they just hit you and they disappear for a while. And then you have only seconds before they come after you again. And you know, if you win, Damn. the pro- you know, if you win, the rewards are high, but if you lose, oh boy, if you lose. But yeah, that that's kind of what I was going for. <laughs> oh, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, there you go. I, I I kind of had something else in my mind, but this is the first thing that came to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was beautiful, beautiful. Would you like guy. to continue, or shall we stop now? <laughs> it's up to you. I mean, it's up to I me. I could very well. I wasn't kidding when I said I could go on for hours. All right, let's do it. <laughs> All right, this is that kind of episode. You know what? This is our this is our version of political commentary. All right, that's right. Like yes. we talk about all we talk about all kind of random shit and mostly video games and shows. But we, but our but you know you know the subtext. <laughs> all right. Yes, at least hopefully, hopefully, right. Um, this probably is not ringing with anyone who doesn't play Terraria. Oh yeah, no. They're probably in the dark here. Like, yeah. uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay, let's see if I can throw in a Minecraft one in there then. Yeah, um, there we go. Let's see. So, taming wolves, right? Right. So, you throw. Oh, <laughs> so, so taming wolves is what ideally we want to do, right? Because we right. see these poor creatures, you know, these poor wolves in the woods, right? They're right. lost. They're alone. They're very. Uh, uh, politically moderate, right? Right. Um, and so when you when you tame these wolves, right, using the bones of argumentation, right, um, you you tame these wolves, and they they love you, right? They you know you get the little heart thingies and whatnot, mm-hmm. and it's sort of you know, it's this way of bringing you know people onto your side right it's this way of you know convincing people to to be on to be on your side and to be loyal to you right and 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 so in a way it it, it's a little reminiscent of uh some tactics that um you know some certain politicians have used of you know throwing bones of not only argumentation but bones of just you know Bones of racism ooh. or bones of, ooh, you know, mass ooh, appeal. Yeah. Throwing it to the masses until you get these loyal, you know, never ending, you know, wolves that yeah. and even just, if and even if you punch the shit out of them, they're still loyal to you. That's right. Yep. Completely subservient without <laughs> question, right? All you have to do is right click them and they sit. Right? All you have to do is do mm-hmm. a hand gesture and they'll listen to anything you say. Anything that comes out of your mouth they'll listen to so 
taming wolves. Yeah, there you go. You know, I've recently created a Minecraft world. Did you? Oh, yeah. And I ended up spawning in the jungle. Yeah. Nice. nice. And I, I found a nice little hill, actually, and made a clearing. And, uh, you know, it, it will... Like, I started growing trees and on it to make it look better. And, like, you know, I was, you know, I was really coming up with a nice, you know, ambient home for myself, you know? And nearby, I found a bunch of, you know, cocoa, cocoa seeds. I I found some cocoa. Mm -hmm. And I began a cocoa farm, all right? Mm -hmm. And you know what it reminded me of? Mm Mm-hmm. The colony of Haiti, mind you, this was all the way back about 300 years ago when Haiti was still a French colony. Right. And mind you, it was essentially a slave society. Right? Most, most of the residents living there were slaves and they weren't given proper clothing, proper food. And whenever one died or was maimed or you know, just couldn't work anymore, right? They were simply replaced. Instead of actually providing good working conditions for them, they simply imported more slaves from Africa, right? And it... I'm back. Welcome back. I marked it again. I marked it. I marked it on my end as well. It's uh, 57 minutes and 17 seconds. Very nice. Yeah, as soon as I started talking about Haiti, boom, the government cuts off my internet. Well, right. you know, they just relevant, pretty relevant. Yeah. yeah. So it ended up becoming a hierarchical society, essentially. All right. Mm-hmm. This hierarchy was like, it, it was a hierarchy like this. All right. Mm-hmm. First of all, there was the unseen people who were ruling from the top. All right. These were people all the way back in France who owned land here. All right. And then there were the, you know, the, the, the whites that were there to oversee the colony, essentially, to oversee mm. the land, to mm-hmm. oversee the, the different kind of stuff. Then there were the people of color who were actually free, one way or another, all right? Mm-hmm. Now, these were the people who had a white ancestor who, you know, because, because the colony didn't have much woman in its early days, so... Um, you know, women of color were essentially um, systematically raped and it produced an entire class of people who had power, but it it wasn't the same kind of power as the whites, right? And then, of course, there were the slaves. And it really got me thinking about that society and it, you know, like the the slave revolts and the current, you know, political climate of that nation aside. Yes. Um, it really got me thinking on how mostly South African nations nowadays work, especially nations in the coffee belt, because this was a nation that produced 25% of France's economy at the time. Right, it like the revolts there literally pushed Napoleon to sell Louisiana. Like that's the effects of this of losing this colony. All right, and it was producing like all these kinds of 
kinds of luxury stuff, you know, indigo, which was used for dyes, you know, it was used to produce uh, sugar, but it was used to produce coffee as well. All right. Now, keep, keep in mind, harvesting coffee is a really hard process and it has to be done by hand. Right, right. Right. And the companies that essentially, you know, hire people to harvest coffee don't pay th these people very much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. And recently, I've actually taken a taken a English class, and I've talked about this before. And my final was writing and uh, writing a few paragraphs about a piece of writing that talked about modern forms of slavery. Right. And we can see actually modern forms of slavery all over the world, whether this be in the sweatshops in China, mm -hmm. in Bangladesh, mm -hmm. you know, with the Kardashian brand, <clears throat> you know, but especially in the South African nations where the American government essentially sponsored other governments and let their own companies roam free among the, among their people. Yeah. Right. And it creates a system where the people are bound to the land they're working on, right? And mm. in some, in in a way of indentured servitude, all right? right? Even right. though it's not called that, mm -hmm. right? Where they're forced to work off their debts, debt debts, all right? Yeah. Which never happened to go away, mind you. Mm -hmm. Right. And you know, like the cocoa beans of Minecraft really remind me of that. <laughs> yes they do by the way our mark <laughs> wow wow that was the longest one yet my oh, yeah. goodness yeah oh yeah i, I... planned this out in my mind <laughs> no i bet you did no I yeah come out with come up with anything then i thought cocoa beans Ooh, haiti Ooh, modern slavery Ooh, like <laughs> that's improv for you right yeah, there you go yeah that's improv uh, that's improv melded in with my ADHD, melded with my, you know, no bullshit political attitude. Exactly. Right. Yeah, there you go. I I think that's a good place to end. Yeah. I think nice. That's a, okay. On that note, right? On that note, yeah. Uh, uh thank you very much for listening. Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much for listening. Uh yes. don't take any shit from your government. Please Period. send us questions. Please send Period. us questions, whether it be anonymous or not. Um, <laughs> period. Period. Yeah. There you go. Thank you very much for listening. Any other remarks, Neiman?